0: up next on our college gridiron showcase interviews ryan roberts spoke to six foot seven central methodist defensive end will miles before we can get to that interview though folks i need to tell you about our sponsors the first one being bet online we've got a lot of fantastic action happening across college football and the nfl it's crunch time the playoffs are happening Uh, are getting close to happening for both of the college football and the NFL seasons. BetOnline remains your number one spot for football and basketball action this season. Head to their new and updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And the other sponsor that I want to tell you about is Lightbox. Say goodbye to dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, we've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but just are grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones in blush pink, beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lab- lightbox lab grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off priced so they won't have to they really do make any outfit sparkle visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping that's lightboxjewelry.com lightbox diamonds never a dull moment
2: Welcome to this Believe in Info Drive Prospect Podcast. This is a College Gridiron Showcase Spotlight powered by Frog Fuel. Frog Fuel is designed to be the most powerful protein in the world, developed by former Nat. Sorry, developed by former Navy SEALs and a Stanford biochemist. Frogfuel's medical-grade nanohydrolyzed collagen helps athletes recover faster, reduce injuries, and increase strength better than what what than that of whey protein. It also digests four times faster than whey isolate and is ready to drink without any mixing. Frog fuel is proudly made in America and produced by OP2 Labs, a veteran-owned nutrition company-based right there in fort worth texas and of course less than a month away we are going to be in fort worth so we're bringing you a spotlight interview of course mr will miles who is out of central methodist now if you do not know who will is yet and you might not because we're talking about a little bit of a small school guy he is a shade over six foot five 280 plus pounds nearly 36 inch arms when the scouts came in this past spring for junior day Basketball player, also for the school, very talented defensive lineman. I'm excited to get him down to the College Green Showcase, down to Fort Worth, Texas, now inviting Will into the show. Will, appreciate you for hopping in, man. How's everything
1: been? Uh, Everything's been pretty good. You know, we had a decent season, so hold my head high.
2: I love it, man. I love it. And and I'm really looking forward to digging into the background, Will, because I am I I was telling you before we started, man, I'm fascinated by you. I am sure. very curious because I've seen, you know, just kind of the background coming out of, uh, you know, you went to a high school in Illinois and then you end up, of course, at the JUCO and taking that route. So let me start you out. Let's go back. To the high school route a little bit, Rock Island, Illinois. You attended Rock Island High School. You went the ju- you went the junior college route first, Arizona Western. Take me through that a little bit, man. How, why did you end up at Arizona Western? What was kind of the recruitment like coming out?
1: Uh it was it was decent. I had a couple power fives, but I, my grades weren't uh, quite up to par, so I chose to go to JUCO route. Coach Minick and uh, Coach had came in and see me. They gave me a great pitch, you know. You can't really argue with the rings they had or they figured. So they find the right place to
2: go. I love it, man. I love it. And and so basketball, football, obviously, I think, which is going to be really intriguing for a lot of people because, I I mean, basketball, we're obviously talking about explosion. We're talking about quick feet. There's obviously stuff that I feel like can translate over to the football field potentially. Was it always for you? Actually, let me start you here. What, were you a football guy early on? Were you a basketball guy? Did you love both equally? Like, what was kind of your background as far as playing both sports?
1: Uh, I would have to say I was a basketball guy. I felt like my high school, we were more competitive on the basketball side, so...
2: Gotcha. And and were you uh for football wise, were you mostly a defensive guy when you made the transition over to the to the gridiron? Did you play some tight ends? You see, you kind of see like that, that mix a little bit in basketball as well. Uh no, nah, I only I
1: played defense the whole time until I got to junior college. And that's when I started playing tight end and offensive end.
2: Gotcha. And and how did you feel like your game maybe developed well as you made the route, the the change? Because I know I've talked to a lot of guys that have gone the JUCO route. I remember one of my first interviews, maybe not my first, but one of the early interviews I had done was with Darwin Thompson, who played with the Kansas City Chiefs for a little bit. He was a guy that he really described it perfectly to me. You know, it's like it's a dog eat dog world. Only the strong kind of come out. You know, there's a lot of guys that quit all that type of thing. What was it like just kind of being Juco and taking that route? I know it's not for everyone for sure.
1: Uh, I mean, it was it was a culture shock for sure. Being from the Midwest and going all the way to Arizona. And then, you know, I've never really been around people who were bigger than me, you know, not being the biggest person in the room, it kind of threw me off. It was like a, a shark take during feeding time for real. (laughs)
2: And, and when you were kind of taking a look at the recruitment from the second time now you're talking from the juco route through arizona western now you're experiencing a little bit of the recruiting secondhand now coming out of the juco was this always another joint deal where you were like okay i i still want to play basketball like i don't want to choose which one i do was it was it always just two sports no matter what from what arizona western on
1: uh no, I didn't and I didn't I didn't end up playing basketball until my last semester at Arizona Western. Gotcha. And then uh one of the coaches who was on the girls team he had came to Central Methodist and he, he had asked me like, well if you still wanna play both, you know, you could always come here.
2: Mm-hmm. interesting and and i'm curious well uh, on your development as a football player were you like uh and i'm trying to like just because obviously i didn't see you play in high school were you a guy that has just grown into this body because again we're we're talking about 280 plus pounds have you kind of seen the gradual um physical developments from from just kind of a weight perspective
1: uh no nah, i felt like i was always a pretty skinny kid until i got to junior college and now here having the actual like weight program and protein and stuff it just changed
2: and so, tell me a little bit about Central Methodist. Obviously, that's where you, you end up making that decision. Coming from for, out from Arizona, now you're going to Central Methodist. First of all, for the people that don't know, where is Central Methodist, and what, just uh, how was the recruitment the second time around to make the decision to go there?
1: Uh, well, first off, Central Methodist is in Fayette, Missouri. For everybody mm-hmm. who doesn't know, it's about 30 minutes north of the So, yeah, is that? But um. Recruiting-wise, Coach Cal really made it easy for me to you know, come in and feel welcome. He never really shied away. He gave me the opportunity to grow into who I was as a football player. He didn't make me choose if I wanted to play offense or defense. He just kind of just threw me out there and let me do what I do. Mm-hmm.
2: And I know, obviously, I'm looking back to the 2019 season. You obviously had a very successful season, 15 and a half tackles for loss. I think that everyone's really going to love you on the – on the NFL level or professional level, I should just say in general, cause they're going to see that body. They're going to see that frame. And I know you play, you've played a lot of, you know, just straight defensive end and a four man front, but I think there's a lot of three, four teams that are going to be like, Hey, he could play five. He could play four. He could play four. Like he could do a lot of things for us. Uh, what was kind of just your, your maturation as a defensive lineman? Cause I feel like, you know, just the ability that you may have to be able to play different alignments and play all over the defensive line and it, all, all over the defensive line is it incalculably value valuable for you to make take that next step?
1: I mean, yeah, I feel like you got to be able to play the whole thing because I mean, the more you on the field, the more valuable you are to people. So mm-hmm. I just tried to pride myself in being able to play third downs, run stop, pass kind of rush. If I got to drop, I can drop.
2: And I know, you, you again, you had that successful season in 2019. And then, unfortunately, you know, COVID hits, season gets canceled. What was it like just kind of working through that 2020 season and maybe trying to remain positive while there was obviously uncertainty moving forward?
1: Uh, I thought it was my last time I was going to be able to strap it up for real. So I put my all out on the field. and Luckily, they gave us another year. So everything mm-hmm. seemed to work out perfect.
2: And did you ever? Because I know, obviously, I mean, I I just looked at a an update from you know twenty four seven that was talking about the transfer portal, and they're like a thousand guys have entered since the end of the season. Did you ever consider maybe transferring to another school to play the twenty twenty season? Like, had you did you ever explore any possibility to that extent?
1: I mean, there was a lot of people trying to sway me to leave. I mean, I had a decent season at a small school, so trying to get me to leave. But like yeah. I said, Coach Kyle took his shot on me. You know. He didn't have to call me. He didn't have to keep me around and after I got injured my first year here. So I feel like I owe my loyalty to him. Mm-hmm. And I got him a championship. So
2: I love it, man. I love it. I, yeah, definitely. Uh, loyalty obviously goes a long way. And again, we're joined by Will Miles, star defensive lineman out of Central Methodist in this CGS Spotlight interview powered by Frog Fuel. Check out frogfuel.com for all the latest and great products they are giving out there in the protein world. Uh, Will, I wanted to ask next for your developments? Cause obviously we're talking about a year off. How do you feel like your body is continuing to develop? How is your game continuing to develop? And maybe on a larger scope, how, what are just some of the biggest improvements that you have seen in your game from when you were early on in your career at Juco, even stepping foot first time on Central Methodist into the player that you are now?
1: Uh, I feel like the biggest leap I probably took was, my hands and being able to play with my length because at first, you know, you just – you get away with running around people or pushing through them because you're just bigger than them. So, you know, yep. being able to, like, work second, third moves and split double teams and things like that, I feel like that's what my biggest advantage is now.
2: Mm-hmm. And are there any players – well, it could be – Past, present, growing up, talking NFL guys that maybe you watch a ton, you try to take some of their parts of their game. Maybe, you know, you mentioned, obviously, the nuances of the position, learning moves, learning secondary moves. Like, who are some of your guys that you like to watch?
1: Uh, I was a big uh, Julius Peppers and Jared Allen fan as a kid. Some of the little Dwight Freedie, you know, he had that spin.
2: I love it, man. I love it. Jared, I would just say, I, I have to throw this out there because you said it. Jared Allen and Luke Keatley are my two favorite players of all time. So I am there with the Jared Allen love. And Julius Peppers is really interesting, man, because, like, you have that similar frame to him, you know. Do you feel like you try to emulate guys that, like, your body is physically close to?
1: Yeah, I try to take what works for them, you know, influence it into my game a little bit. But, you know, you always got to spice it up.
2: Mhm. So I have to ask you now, obviously entering the NFL draft circuit, I know it's a wild ride. I know you're just kind of getting your first taste. I'm sure agents have been hitting you up left and right and doing all that, that, uh, that craziness, but talking about the process of the all-star circuit, obviously we're interviewing you. You're heading down to the college ground showcase, which is scheduled to begin for the small, for the small college showcase January 7th. And then the main event January 8th, of course, you are part of the Desperados group, which is, you know, very very good for, for the college that you're coming from. So just want to talk to you about, you know, just the, the invite that you got from CGS and the ability to come down to Fort Worth and compete. Uh, I'm really
1: excited. I feel like all year, all I've been hearing is uh, my competition wasn't up to par. So now getting out there and going against people who are supposed to be the better competition. So it feels good to, you know, finally like prove myself to everybody.
2: Mm-hmm. And what was it a, any bit, bit of a circus? Will like coming back from obviously the COVID shutdown, that maybe the, some of the attention you've gotten, some scouts maybe coming through and now, you know, getting down to, again, Fort Worth, Texas, where we're expecting over 130 plus NFL scouts, just the attention to maybe be a professional athlete has to be pretty crazy to think about.
1: Uh, yeah, it was a lot of. Ups and downs. I feel like people wanted me to be more excited than I was, but I try to keep like a level head throughout the year because I had a we have a lot of football to play. So I sure. wasn't really trying to get too far ahead of myself. I was really more worried about school, my teammates, you know, trying to win football games. Absolutely,
2: and I I know we're we're less than a month away, and you already mentioned obviously there's people that are going to throw out the, the strength of competition concerns, all that good stuff. What are some things maybe outside of just, you know, kind of de- proving that you belong there? What are some things that you want to show to NFL scouts, you know, just a part of your skill set that you feel like is going to be very attractive to them projecting you to the next level?
1: Honestly, probably my versatility. I feel like I'm a Swiss army knife. I feel like sometimes on the film, it probably won't show how fast I actually am or how good I can actually move with other people. So I feel like getting out there against a higher level of competition really showed my strengths.
2: Mm-hmm. And and I really again I really appreciate you taking a little bit of time. The last question I have for you is. I am sure it's it's probably been a long dream, whether it be, you know, to play in the NBA or play in the NFL. But now that you are on the brink of being a professional athlete, you're gonna have that opportunity. Cause again, they don't make a lot of guys in this world that are 6'5 plus, 280 plus, that can move the way you do, that have 36-inch arms, that have a basketball background, like you are not an ordinary athlete, which is why I think the NFL is gonna covet you when they finally see you in person. So my question is two twofold. One, how long has it been a dream to be a professional football player? And two, just what type of blessing is it going to be that just a few months from now, when you think about it, what just a few months, you could be a professional athlete potentially?
1: Uh, honestly, it's been a dream probably since I was a kid when they first asked you, like, what do you want to be? And your teachers always tell you, you know, pick something else. Not everybody can do it. But, yeah, I just kind of kept my head down, you know, held that, held that little chip on my shoulder. I feel like a lot of people always told me what I couldn't do. So, you know, and then being a professional athlete, I got to cross that bridge when I get there. I still don't want to get too far ahead of myself. It's a lot of time in between here and then. So just keep my head down, keep working. Hard work does pay off, so keep doing what I do.
2: And again, we're joined here in this College Gridiron Showcase Spotlight interview powered by Frog Fuel. Make sure to check out frogfuel.com by Central Methodist star defensive lineman Will Miles. He will be down in Fort Worth, Texas, less than a month away. Will, I really appreciate you again, man. Just taking a few minutes. I will see you down in Fort Worth in less than a month, brother. And I, I, I look forward to seeing you in action, man. I
1: appreciate it.